The dawn of my Cyrus arrives. The souls of the sacrificed let us rise. Captain, medium, keeper, hostess, director, manicure, hell for the pure. Previously on Escape This Podcast. Children of Mysaris. The more you think about it, the more they sound like eldritch cultists. You spin around, and you see Captain Green. Yay! (laughs) The person who tied you up placed something inside one of those chests by the window and said that the person coming to get you would need it. Its lid pops open. Inside, you find something curious. A scrap piece of paper. P3L9. As you approach the road sign that loudly proclaims, now leaving Peter's Point, the chill doesn't go away. If anything, it gets stronger. You try to take another step forward, but the shaking and the cold grow stronger, too strong for you to move through. You physically cannot reach the sign. There is something here, some invisible barrier keeping you in Peter's Point. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop roleplaying and escape room puzzles. We're in chapter three of our Children of Mysaris arc, and it's getting really creepy, and I'm trapped in a town in a creepy dome bubble. It's not, it's not good. Each episode, our puzzle master, Danny, creates a room from which I and a guest will need to escape. And this episode, that guest is Lucy. Hi. I am the guest. <laughs> uh, so Lucy... What's your sort of escape room experience? Have you done any rooms before? Um, yeah, my first experience was actually with the two of you guys. And we broke a record. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We're record breakers now. Got in this room and all of a sudden, oh my God, we're in the last room because Bill and Danny, I don't even know how you guys do it. (laughs) Rest of us just standing around being like, um, what are we meant to do here? (laughs) This is entirely accurate in how it went. (laughs) It was all us. Yeah, heads up. Don't ever do an escape room with these two. (laughs) Get way ahead of you. You've also had some roleplay game experience as oh, well. Oh yeah, D&D, Pathfinder 2. Wonderful. So, Danny, why don't you get us started, give us the introduction, and we can get going. All right. So, Bill, after discovering that you are trapped in Peter's Point and the police trapped out of it, you encourage Captain Green to head back towards the Yacht Club. Head back towards the Yacht Club, Captain Green. I won't meet you there. Obviously not back to the same room he was trapped into. But not yeah, back no. to the same room you were trapped into, a different room. Because sure, you might not be trapped on land, but you never know, maybe not by sea. So he's going to see if sailing out is an option. You would have gone with him, but you have a more pressing worry. Captain Green was not the only potential victim of the children of Mysaris. Mayor Khalil mentioned another, the Wilson's teenage daughter, Jamie. You think through what little you know about Jamie Wilson, trying to identify what it is about her that could make her a target. I mean, she's a strange girl, but... In a typical teenager sort of way, wears black, dyes her hair obnoxious colours, calls herself a Wiccan slash pagan slash Satanist. Uh, okay, it kind of sounds like this Mysara stuff could be right up her alley. <laughs> yeah. You also know that she has a rocky relationship with her parents, running away from home frequently, spending nights wherever she can find a bed. It's still only mid-afternoon, about four o'clock, so she mightn't be thinking about bed yet. But where would you find a girl like Jamie? Well, let me look at my handy-dandy, beautifully (laughs) illustrated town map. There seems to be, uh, in the shopping district, in the centre of this map, a little pentagram there indicating an occult store or a spiritualism store. I wonder if maybe if she's into Wicca and paganism, neo-paganism, she might hang out there. But maybe she really likes tapirs, so I could go to the zoo instead. (laughs) But I think maybe my first stop might be this uh, spiritualism store in the, in the shopping district. You have a wander back to the main part of town. The shops are pretty much right in the centre, aren't they? You thought you knew all the shops in Peter's Point, but somehow this one's never really caught your eye. Gemstones and dream catchers and tarot aren't really your thing. You're surprised enough people are into it for this place to stay in business. Well, maybe they aren't. I mean... There are no customers, and not only that, you don't see any staff. You wander around for a bit, waiting for someone to show up, before you spot a door behind the cash register. A storeroom? Maybe someone's back there. You duck behind the counter and let yourself in. The first thing you realise is this isn't a storeroom. Maybe it was once, but someone has appropriated into, well, a bedroom. 
There's a bed in the far left corner, with a large book sitting on top of it. Against the right wall is a mirrored cupboard and a chest of drawers. The left wall has a shelf with a few dolls sitting on it, and the far wall has photos and a large poster stuck to it. Beside the bed, you see something you recognize but haven't seen in quite some time. A Ouija board. Ooh. Yes. Most conspicuously, though, is the little altar in the center of the room. That <laughs> would be fairly conspicuous. <laughs> Sur- I don't know why that wasn't mentioned first, really. <laughs> Surrounded by six candles arranged in a perfect hexagon. It's so conspicuous, you almost miss the person sitting cross-legged on the floor behind it. It's Jamie Wilson, a.k.a. Lucy. Oh my god, I'm Jamie Wilson! (laughs) Jamie, your eyes are closed. You're meditating. When Bill taps you on the shoulder, it's all you can do not to jump with excitement. But then you deflate as you see who it is. It's just a person. It's not the demon. I could be a demon. Well, Jamie, you've worked at the spiritualism store telling fortunes for a few months now. And at first it was, you know, the big scam. But lately something's changed. Real magic seems to be happening around you. Mysterious people appearing and disappearing, objects moving around while your back is turned. And while meditating, you've started to hear the whispering voice of a demon asking you all sorts of questions about your occult knowledge. Sure, I'm just not schizophrenic. Like, that's pretty creepy. (laughs) I didn't draw a hospital on the town map, so no wonder you haven't found out. This town has an occult shop and no hospital. Right? And it has a zoo. What is this? <laughs> Does it not even have, like, a hospital for the animals? Welcome to Peter's point. God, even Silent Hill would be better than God, this. God, such a teenage girl, right, Bill? Oh, I know. <laughs> People wanted hospitals they can build them themselves. Government's not going to pay for that. So, so naive. So this demon's been asking you all sorts of questions about your occult knowledge. Figuring out if you're worthy, you suspect. So when the door separating this back room from the rest of the shop swings shut of its own accord, you aren't all that surprised. Mm. And you calmly tell Bill it's the demon again. Bill, you suppose you can't completely rule that out, but you've gotten the impression today that the children of Mysaris are bigger fans of locking people in rooms than demons are. Uh, that's creepy. Take a look. (laughs) You're stuck in a room with someone who thinks the demon did it. Demon did it. Was there really no one else in this room? No, dude. It was a demon. Black okay, head. so... Start looking around. Just let me just let me check first. I see if the door will open. That's probably a good idea. It's def- Quiet, demon girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely locked, but you can't mm. see a way to unlock it. Jamie, this is obvious to you. Of course a demon wouldn't let you go through normal means. Uh, doy. There's always some trick, like a magic word you have to say or write, and, ah, yep, look at that. There's a piece of chalk lying next to the door. (laughs) You must have to write something on it to open it. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, is this how you usually get out of this bedroom? Oh, God, every day. Oh, no, what a poorly designed lock. (laughs) (laughs) You should have just have it unlocked. Look, she she runs away from home. She has to take a room where she can get it. (laughs) Sometimes it's demon infested. So I'm guessing I actually know this room quite well. Then. You know some I've bits been here and pieces. For a while. Okay. But like we said, this demon has a bit of a hobby of moving things around and changing things when you're not looking. So God you damn might it, not. Demon. Yeah, you might not be familiar with everything. All right, that's fair enough. Okay, this is uh, getting creepier, but uh, I guess we'll have a look. If it's a demon, well, I mean, what do you think? Where, where, what should I do first? Hmm, check if there's another way out. I guess. Any other doors or windows in this place? Not to the best of your vision. Really nothing? It's not an up-to-code fire safety bedroom. There's no, like, attic entrance or anything? I'm so sorry. Damn it. Well, maybe I'm going to start... uh, Hi, by the way, my name's Bill. I think you might be uh, a sacrifice to a cult that worships demons. Mm. Um, I already know this because I am a medium. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're having a good time. I'm just going to start uh, rummaging around your bedroom. Oh, yeah. Because I need, some, I need some clues to help us get out. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. If That's we're trying fine. To, well, maybe if we're trying to talk to a demon, if the demon wants us to get, have a message to get out, maybe the Ouija board's the best place to start. Certainly. Well, let's, what is See the, what he wants. Let's go to the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. It looks much like you expect it to. A large wooden board with letters, numbers, yes and no, and goodbye painted on it. Even if you believe it can communicate with spirits, right now it's unusable. The little wooden piece that indicates the spirit's answers the called planchette. a planchette. Whoa, that's a thing? Planchette? <laughs> is really missing. cool. All right, so we have to find a planchette. Okay, so I've got a wizard, no planchette. 
Should That's we check a... in the cupboard or the dresses? Uh, yeah, let's go over to the mirrored cupboard and drawers. Mm-hmm. The mirrored cupboard reflects the entire room, and its door slides open to reveal a whole collection of clothes. Woo! Would you like to look further at these clothes or go over to the drawers? Is um, it worth rummaging through the clothes? Yeah, let's have a look at these clothes. They're mostly uninteresting. Jamie, sorry. These Rude. Are, these are your clothes you brought from home. <laughs> Rude! For those days when you've slept here instead of in your real bedroom. However, you notice a few pieces of clothing that you definitely didn't have at home. Things that would be out of most people in Peter's Point's price range. Hmm. Are those real Dolce & Gabbana pants hanging there? Mm. Oh, yep, you can see the little D&G logo on the tag. You have no idea who those belong to. I mean, I'll take them, but... Oh, well, that's a given. <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. Anything else of note, or are they all just a, a there few are a different f- pieces of... Yeah, a few different pieces that just sort of stand out as a bit fancier than the others. Enough that we could get out and have a look at all of them? Eh, you could, but they're all pretty uninteresting. Couple of shirts, mm. dresses, pants, being the, other pieces of clothing that exist. Being the teenage delinquent that I am, could I have shoplifted these? Or do I you not f- actually know where they're from? You feel like you'd remember if that okay. happened. No, this is... <laughs> what if I was possessed? A, I don't know. You are open-minded enough that that is a possibility. <laughs> the demon may have possessed you into buying and or shoplifting them. Maybe the demon's or, a shoplifter. Yeah, maybe it was just giving you presents in exchange for you telling Aww. it secrets. Do you think the demon is really testing your occult knowledge? Or do you think he has an occult exam coming up? And he's like, oh, just as a, just as a test for you, uh, what, what would I need? In a, how much witch bane would I need to make this, this potion? Uh, I, I do think that's very plausible. Demon exams are tough. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's check, the, let's check the drawers then, right? Yes, yeah, check them. There are two drawers, both of them closed and locked, but only one of them with a visible keyhole. However, the drawers themselves are secondary to the amazing picture painted on the top surface. Ooh. It's a distorted, darkly stylized image of Little Red Riding Hood. It's the inside of Grandma's house and the wolf is peeking his nose out of the bed covers as Red Riding Hood's hand pushes the front door open. Funnily enough, the style almost makes it look like the wolf is the terrified victim trying to hide from a ghostly girl who's coming to enter. I wonder if that could be... So one of these drawers has a, a, like a visible lock. Mm. So we would need a key to open it. Yeah. The other one... Might just unlock or open up when the other one's unlocked. Are they sort of on top of each other or next to each other? They're on top of each other. Well, then that could be true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll need to look for a key. All right. And also a wolf in a bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where to next? What do you think? Now I'm wanting to look in the bed. Let's let's go to the bed. Ruffle through the bed. Is there any keys in here? Well, first of all, to look at the bed. Small, not much to write home about. The sheets are surprisingly good quality. Jamie, did you take those from your house? I don't know. I don't know if I did. But you want to ruffle through the bed <laughs> well, a little bit? Well, I'll, Jamie. I sure do love the occult. <laughs> but you want to ruffle through the bed a little bit? Yeah, why not? You sort of pat it down, lift yeah. up the pillow. Nothing really seems to happen. Like, you don't really seem to find anything. Okay. Anything under the bed? No, you look underneath it. Nothing happens. All right, um, what's the book that's sitting on top of the bed? This book is thick and black and worn around the edges. The sinister pictures on the back cover indicate it's an encyclopedia of the supernatural. Ooh. Jamie, you, of course, have read through a decent amount of it. You haven't memorized it or anything, but if Bill has anything he wants to look up, you could probably find it for him. Cool. Cool. Um, can you look up door demons? Door demons. All right, you take a look for demons and getting through doors with yeah. them. Cross-reference demon and door. Jamie, you flip through the pages and you stop at one right near the middle. To escape a demon. First, you must eliminate your reliance on the demon's powers. Trust your own mortal senses. Follow your own nose. Second, you must leave a flesh offering for the demon to devour to lower its defenses. Third. You must burn half the earthly gains you acquired with the demon's help. Fourth, you must summon a benevolent spirit to help fight the demon. Once you have chosen your spirit, place its first name into this slow ancient chant. And there are a couple of words there that look like gibberish to you. Finally, to ensure you will never consort with demons again, you must reflect on what you have learned. Ooh, so those are, that's reflect. Our, yeah, well, I wonder, what if we hold up this page to the mirror? Because mm. this is what we've just learned. Nothing seems to happen when you do that. What a dumb idea, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, why don't we check out this, uh, the, the photos in the poster on the wall? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Which first? Poster. 
It's a life-sized glowering poster of Chris Angel. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jamie, you brought this from home. I did not. And I did no such <gasps> thing. Is he going to be a benevolent spirit? <laughs> yes! Can we summon Chris Angel? <laughs> Across the bottom of it are the words, sleep is your reward. Okay, we got, a, we got a creepy Chris Angel. Um, what about these photos? How strange. These aren't normal photos of people smiling and waving and doing fun things. They're actually photos of pictures. Like someone saw a picture they liked in a book and decided to take a photo of it. To add to the weirdness, every single one of the pictures is a dead famous person. Ooh. Like There's one of Einstein playing violin, one of Churchill painting... This seems to be the theme. Famous person doing leisure activity. So we've got photos of dead celebrities and their leisure activities. And a poster Which of Chris Angel. Actually photos of photos. Photos of pictures book. of photos of pictures yeah. of photos. Mm. Well, we haven't looked at this doll shelf yet. Yeah, let's look at the doll shelf. Never trust dolls. Well, these used to be voodoo dolls that the shop sold. But used they, to be. Well, they weren't very popular, so they were discontinued. So now there's just a dozen dolls up here, all dressed up differently. I mean, voodoo dolls have to look like a wide variety of people, after all. Uh, The only thing they have in common is that they each seem to have at least one black item of clothing. That and they have creepy button eyes. Baby Baby button button eyes! eyes. (laughs) What are you doing possessed at this hour? (laughs) Okay, they have a black piece of clothing and baby button eyes. Anything else to look at? No, but can we smell... Is there any particular smells in the room? If you close your eyes and you just smell the air. Follow our nose, wherever it goes. Yeah, take a deep breath in. A variety of smells come to you. Most of them are pleasant and emanating from the middle of the room. Perhaps the the candles. Yeah. So the candles are lit. No, but maybe they were lit not too long ago. But underneath all of that, you get a tiny whiff of something more unusual. It's faint, but it's coming from the right side of the room. We follow our nose to see if we can pinpoint where that is. It seems to be taking you towards the drawers. Ah, we've got smelly drawers. There's something smelly in the drawers. Okay, well, we can't unlock those yet. Can we try pulling them to see if they were actually locked? They're definitely locked. Now, the only other thing is, I wonder... Because what what did we find with those drawers? There was a a picture, right? Yeah, on on the top, yep. What, what was I, that? I thought we could look through the book to see if there was anything related to the Big Bad Wolf or like a weird kind of sinister Red Riding Hood. Yeah, can we look for a Red Riding Hood demon? Uh, let's say that at the back of it, there's just the typical slightly sad ending version oh. of it. So the really grim version. <laughs> but there doesn't seem to be anything particularly helpful. Okay. Well, can Is we... there yeah, a wait. doll? Is there a doll on the shelf that looks like that Red Riding Hood? Because when you were talking about her, you said she did you look can, dark. You can pretty much only see her creepy hand so on, oh, in the picture. Okay. So you can't what tell. is the creepy hand doing in the picture? It's opening the door into Grandma's house where the wolf is sort of sticking its face out. Can we be the wolf? What if I lie... Um, okay, this is your bed, so maybe you can lie in this bed <laughs> and just yeah. mimic the wolf's position. Yeah. <laughs> like mimicking position of wolf. All right, you go, you lie down in the bed. And then I do, I go, woo, with a ghostly hand. He sticks his hand forward and, yeah. It's okay. but Anything happens? Well, this bed isn't as comfortable as it should be. You feel a bit princess and the pea-ish. It almost feels like there's something inside the mattress. You couldn't tell just by touching the bed, but now that you're lying down, it's really obvious. You flip it, you go through it, essentially, until you find a tiny practically invisible slit in the mattress and you reach inside and to your surprise you pull out a small wad of money oh jamie you have no idea where it came from but you think the demon must have left it for you as thanks for giving it some information damn we gotta burn the money too only half oh. the money oh i'll take the other half <laughs> oh. i'll take my half oh. and you can burn your half you do a, my gift you do a quick count there's about 160 dollars there that's 80 okay in fact there is exactly 160 dollars we gotta burn <laughs> All right, we found $160. But that doesn't seem to help you with the drawer, strangely enough. Hmm. What if I try and open the drawer while you are lying in it like a wolf? It doesn't do anything. <laughs> Can I look through the keyhole? Oh, it's basically it, no, dark. No, it doesn't go anywhere. Dark in there, yeah. but dark. What, is the, what does it sound like in the drawer? I'm going through like wolf things. Like he's got big, big, you know, big eyes, all the better to see. Uh, he's got a big nose, I all the better to smell. That, not that level he's got of knowledge. Big ears, all the better to hear. 
Oh, that's a good point. Can I bite my way through the door? <laughs> can can we hear if there's anything making noise in the room? We close our eyes. Not and at this point ears. there isn't. Oh, okay. You have a let's say you have a sneaking suspicion that finding the money in the bed actually had nothing to do with the book's instructions for following your nose and all of that whatsoever. Hmm. In fact, the words on the poster were more to do with finding That's the true. money. That's true. Sleep is our reward. Hmm. We slept, we got a reward. All right. Chris Angel, thank you. <laughs> um, still sucks. Which means My mind then, is freaked. <laughs> which means there may still be more to this drawer business. How can we open the, bot- the bottom drawer? Like, we can't push it or... Which one was the bottom drawer? The one with the key or the one without the key? The one without the key. The the drawer sans key. Doesn't seem to do anything. You wonder if there there must be some way for it to sort of pop open on its own. Mm. I smell it. I put my nose on it. It does not work. (laughs) I put... Ooh! Can I put my hand where the ghostly hand is? Of, like, the Red Riding Hood's ghostly hand? Doesn't do anything. (laughs) Can I just tap on the front of the drawer? Nope. Front of the drawer doesn't do anything. Ah, what do you think? I'm stuck. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. Oh, Jesus. You know demons? Yeah, apparently. Follow the just, book's instructions. I just don't know drawers. What are, okay, can you reread the instructions from the book? Oh, just the first instruction. You got everything that you needed to from it. Eliminate reliance. Eliminate reliance on the... What are we relying on? No, not that part. I'm just thinking, like, monetary as well. Okay, so the, the we want to just follow our nose. But the nose led us to the drawer. And it's locked. And the drawer is locked. I kick it. No. I, I tap around the drawer, see if there's like a hollow button area. It's still something to do with the follow your own nose bit. I mean, obviously we got there. Oh, I, I push the nose of the wolf, whose nose is sticking <gasps> out of the cover. Yes! The nose presses down the tiniest hey! bit. Yes! And the bottom drawer pops open. As soon as it does, though... A terrible smell hits oh, you. God. You open the drawer to its fullest it's, and... It's rotting flesh. You realise someone's been keeping food in here. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. You want to try to look at it? No. You can look at it. You look at it. Go, Bill. Look, I look at the food. The smell... I follow my eyes. The smell is just painful. Jamie, you're pretty sure it's been here longer than you've been employed. You've, uh, you've never seen this drawer it's open. It's a whole two weeks. <laughs> It's a lifetime for my age. Cheers. <laughs> Looking closer, it appears to be the remains of a food court hamburger, fries, and sundae. Is nasty. Okay, well that's our uh, that's gonna be our flesh offering because yeah, demons don't have good. Well, taste. it's got a hamburger. It's yeah. it's got ham on it. That's flesh. it's got ham flesh. That's well, flesh. beef. Cool. We have creepy, disgusting food. Yay. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> clean yeah. clean out your cupboards. Hey, it wasn't mine. It was someone else's. <laughs> Okay, well, we followed our nose, and we were severely punished for it. Mm. And we found a flesh offering. Woo! Presumably. Yeah. Do you want to check out this altar we never looked at? Yes, please. As far as you can tell, it's basically just a box with a black cloth draped over it. There's space on top for objects to sit, but none are there at present. Okay, so can we look in this supposed box? Like, can we look under the altar? Or Shockingly dull. They're just not it, in there? Yeah, it's just kind of a... Thing It was a lidless thing that had just been flipped over. It's very <laughs> DIY. All right. Okay. So I'm there's, sure I and made there's, it myself. I'm and there's very proud nothing, of it. And there's nothing on top of it. And if we remove the, the cloth, you it's just, just a box. box. Okay. Hmm. What about these candles? There are six of them surrounding the altar in the neat hexagon. Mm-hmm. They aren't lit, but there is a lighter sitting on the floor near them. Oh. The closer you get to the candles, the more you notice the strange swirl of scents coming from them. What do they scent like? Starting from the top left of the hexagon and going clockwise, you identify the smells as vanilla, lychee, grass, honey, ocean, and mango. And that's sort of going around in a circle so that mango is just to the left of vanilla, right? Yeah, perfect. Wonderful. Now, can we in this room find some vanilla, a lychee, some grass? And some some ocean. Some ocean. (laughs) Well, I'm still, I'm still wet from the yacht club. I just drip. <laughs> oh, some... brilliant! Genius idea. Yeah. Wha- Why are sand. you wet? <laughs> Go and yeah. <laughs> I didn't touch the water in that last episode. From the, from the. You grabbed the sea breeze. The sea breeze, though. Oh yeah. All right. Um, okay, so that's interesting. I wonder if that'll give us. Uh, I wonder if that'll give us a hint as to what we need to say place on the altar to mm. annoy a demon or to summon a good good spirit. 
True. What was the flavour of that old smoothie we found? There was an old smoothie? Oh, wasn't it a hamburger and shake or something? Or a hamburger and a... And a... I'm making that up. A uh, hamburger fries and sundae. Oh, Sunday. what, what, what flavour sundae? <laughs> you, vanilla. You can't tell anymore. <laughs> a vanilla lychee. Probably vanilla, though. <laughs> vanilla lychee. It seems likely that there would have been vanilla in it at one point. Okay. <laughs> you hesitate to call it any flavour right now. All right, so what do you? I'm I'm a little. I don't think we're gonna stuck. find all I these like, ingredients. This yeah. Sounds a bit. So maybe maybe this is. If we lift the box, is maybe there anything under? Maybe they're just it? nice to smell, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Could just be. Um, yeah. Could be red herring. I was trying to give you a pleasant experience in this demon room. <laughs> oh, oh, so that's right. what we can do. Can we? I, I reckon we should light them. Yeah, let's light them. Because the next step, um, with the flesh offering, I think we should put the hamburger, the ham. Onto the altar and then Ooh, light the candles nice. and have that as the flesh offering. All right. You can do that. So what are you placing on the altar, sorry? Hamburger. Ham. You're taking what used to be hamburger meat and just slopping it down on this altar. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> no. we take the we take the hamburger patty, the steaky, disgustingly rotting away if cow. That was once flesh. And we flesh it down and we put it uh, on the on the altar. Yeah. And then we light the candles. Mm-hmm. At first nothing happens, then all those candles that you've lit suddenly flash with a huge radiant flame, so bright you have to shield your eyes. I and don't. Then, I'm too cool. As suddenly as they lit up, the candles extinguish themselves, huh. and the food on the altar is gone. <gasps> Ooh. Sitting in its place is a little wooden shape. Ah! It's is a it thing a to use the Ouija board! It's planchette? the Kate Blanchett thing! That's is it. it Kate Blanchett? It's, it's Kate Blanchett! It's a little wooden Kate Blanchett. <laughs> uh, yes! Awesome. Now we can summon the benevolent spirit. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. She's pretty great. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Let's go to the Ouija board. Woo. We Ouija. <laughs> Ouija. All right. What's happening? Okay. We we put the... You used a Ouija... Tell me how uh, I use a Ouija board. With my great knowledge of the occult. Yes. Um, so, actually, if you're meant to do it, we have to hold hands and you're okay. not allowed to break... Oh, Oh no! We no, 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 I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah, we need, okay. We need one finger on the planchette. We need we to sit on okay. opposite sides. It has to start opposite on sides. hello. We've started on hello. We've got a finger oh, each on the planchette. There's either a hello or like a welcome thing or something. We have to put our pinkies on there. We put our pinkies on it. You hold the planchette against the board, waiting for it to move, and it doesn't. Jamie, you have a sneaking suspicion. It's because Bill is not a believer. <sighs> need to be but a believer. Then, I saw her face. <laughs> and now he is. No, I'm a believer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Can I do it by myself? No. Absolutely you can. Oh, yeah. Fine, I get out of there. Suck it. I sit back. <laughs> sit in the corner and I face mean, the corner. I eat that old Sunday. Stay there. <laughs> Look, Bill might not be a believer, but you certainly are, Jamie. Oh, yeah. As soon as your fingers touch the planchette, it begins to move across the board. W E. It starts to speed up. D O N T W E A R B L A C K. <laughs> what was that? And then it stops. We. W E D. O N T. O N T. W E A. W E A. R B L. R B L. A C K. I love it when they're divisible by three. Hey, you know what that says? We don't bonk. Oh, black. <laughs> that's totally what I got the first time. I was like, that's interesting. Uh, but I kid you not, that's what I wrote when you first wrote it. I was like, huh. It we, don't, say- we don't wear bonk. Now, it does not say we don't wear bonk. Surprisingly, it says we don't wear black. <laughs> we have to strip all the dolls. Great. I so love, the dolls I don't, dolls. I mean, yeah, the only things we have that are wearing black are these dolls. Which are wearing black. Are all of the all of the dolls were wearing black. They, they all have an item of black. They all have something black on so, them. It might just be shoes or a little hat. Yeah, okay. I think we should take all the black items off of them. Okay. And see if they. Yeah, let's let's get a tally. What are the? I don't know. Let, we take away how many dolls are there? 12. About a dozen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we take away a black the black items from each of these dolls. Okay. And then I'll see if I can talk again and see if they're not too angry about oh, wearing black Oh, maybe that's now. what they were complaining about. Yeah, okay. All right, Bill, you remove the black pieces of clothing from these voodoo dolls. Yep. And Jamie, you sit by the Ouija board hoping for more information. Go to the corner, you. The dolls do not appear to have any life in them. Mm. You've successfully removed the black things from them. 
Is, so, is the board doing anything now? No, it's not. Hmm. They are uncommunicative if they were indeed the ones contacting you. What are the people in the pictures wearing? I mean, it's black and white probably, isn't it? A decent chunk of them yeah, are. Okay. Not all of them. That doesn't help. Yeah. Hmm. Is there anything else we haven't looked at in the room, or have we pretty much looked at everything? I think we have looked at everything. You've had a good look at stuff, but there might be other things you can do. So sleep was our reward. Man, okay, freak. hold on. So the poster told us sleep is our reward. Yep. We're pretty much done with that. We slept, we found a reward. It mm-hmm. was lovely. The drawers, we're still looking for a key. We're still looking, yeah, there's still one that's locked, has a keyhole. Haven't um, found the key. There's, there's clothes now that we know we have to get rid of half of these clothes. Potentially. Of, of we the still new have the clothes, money. Of the new clothes. We have the money, yeah. which we need. We want to get rid of half of that, which we haven't done, Maybe to we be should fair. try dressing up these dolls in the clothes from the cupboard. No. I mean, the totally sizes fit. don't really <laughs> yeah. match that. We've got this encyclopedia. Can we look up the voodoo dolls in the encyclopedia of the supernatural? Oh, yeah. There's a pretty generic entry on voodoo dolls, but nothing particularly enlightening. Okay. They've got button up. Wait, what colour are their button eyes? <gasps> You take, you look very closely to make sure, but they're not black. They're definitely navy blue. Okay, oh. so we don't need to remove the button eyes, which would be rude anyway. Yeah, especially if they are actually alive. Yeah. What if I um, poke up. one with a pin? What pin? Fine. <laughs> See no, if I, I carry can. pins. The candles had. Sm- Do the candles still smell the way they smelled before? They still seem to have a bit of a nice scent coming off them. Yeah. And they we've got the planchette, but they don't wear... What if I do the planchette by myself? Nothing happens. Uh. You're not a believer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very stuck. What do you think? Well, you have something giving you instructions. Yeah, burn half... Maybe we need to just burn half of the things that we gained? Yeah. What if, if we go into that cupboard where there's all those new clothes that you didn't bring from home? Can we... Can get... we just... Should we just burn all the black ones? You have a look through it, look, there's a variety of colours and styles and things in there. But as you get towards the end, you start to get a little bit foggy in your memory. There are a couple of pieces where you're not 100% sure if they were yours or not. Well, maybe... So perhaps they aren't a good measure of your demonic gains. (laughs) Is the money divisible enough that we could take $80 worth and It's all in 20s. Why don't we just burn 80 bucks? Yeah, let's burn 80 bucks. We throw $80 on the altar and we... And light the candles. Um, no wait, no, let's just burn. Let's just set it on fire with a lighter. Yeah, you take one of you, you take a lighter or one of the candles and you burn some twenties on it. Yep. As the last twenty dollar burns, the flame spits off it a little bit. Oh no, and it catches on the black cloth that's covering the altar. Ah, ah. You quickly stomp on the flame to put it out. Oh, and as you do, you notice the floor there sounds a little bit hollow. Oh. Something under the floorboards. Telltale hard. You poke around and you find a loose floorboard. And underneath it, there's a small tape recorder. Well, that's creepy. You press play on it. I press... Don't tell us what to do. Do you want to press play on it? I'll allow you the honours. I... Let's harken back to an earlier episode. I press record and go over everything that's on there. I use my elbow to press play on the tape recorder. It starts to emit the sound of a wolf howling, then an ominous wind, a mysterious scraping. Wait, was it supposed to just be here playing spooky noises to make all the magic stuff seem real? I think so. (laughs) What you do now on a bit of a hunch, you stop the recording and you rewind it back to the start. Because you never know, it might play something different. And you're half right. The spooky noises do still play, but right before them you hear a very quick something else. It's a sound like a big sheet of paper rustling, followed by... So, so, so it was a sound of paper rustling and mm. then this knocking sound. What if we... Can, can we replicate that in some way? Yeah. Paper rustling? Well, we have a book. We have that big old book and... It sounded a bit heavier than a book page. Hmm. Do we have any... Jo- poster. Oh, can we, what if we knock on the poster? What so do we go up to Chris Angel? The poster, yeah. What do we go up to Chris Angel and go knock, knock, knock? Knock on knock. his face. Just <laughs> see what he does. As your hand finishes doing that secret knock on Chris Angel's face, the wall behind him starts to shift. <gasps> <laughs> yes! Is a secret room! Oh my god! Oh, nice. Chris Angel, you mind freak! <laughs> hey, uh, this right. is awesome! Another room! You lift the poster and jump in. 
Oh, well, look, it's more like a secret closet. Oh. It's small and there's nothing in here except for three small glass cases drilled into the wall. Drawn on the wall above these cases are some pictures. Above the first is a picture of a moose. <laughs> the second has a C and a backwards C overlapping each other. <gasps> Coco Chanel! And the third is just the letters D and G. Oh, girl, oh, nice. I know my brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dolce and Gabbana. So those are... They're, and they're, I they're actually have no logos. idea what the moose is. <laughs> Dolce and Gabbana. Did you say it was Coco Chanel, the two cents? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what the Coco Chanel And uh, moose. Yeah, I can't believe I actually know this. <laughs> Although, yeah, uh, the moose, I'm not too sure. Um, let's look at I the... don't expect outside Can we go knowledge? back and look at the clothing and see yeah, if we let's can go find a moose and... on one of the tags? Let's go back and Absolutely. look at the moose clothes. Yeah. You, you already recognize the D&G, Dolce mm-hmm. & Gabbana. Where? Jamie, of course, you knew <laughs> Chanel. Duh. Uh, so the Dolce & Gabbana logo was on a pair of white fake tattered pants. The Chanel was a turquoise dress. Mm. And as for that moose, you find a plain blue t-shirt with a moose on its tag Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, that's of it. course. I'm assuming these glass containers are not large enough to fill with these pieces of clothing, right? You would be correct. So, what, what do we do? Hey, it's your security guard turned cult hunting puzzle solver, Bill. I'm just jumping in to do some housekeeping and another show recommendation. Firstly, with the release of this episode, we'll hit 10,000 total downloads. That is just spectacular. Thank you so much to all of you who've been listening. It means a lot to have your support. And thanks especially to anyone who has reviewed the show, tweeted about it, or recommended the show to friends. That's how we grow, and it's where all our listeners come from. Uh, On that note, thanks to Keith from the Pop-Up Film Podcast and Marcus from Popcorn Prattle, who both recently reviewed the show and tweeted about reviewing it, which is a double whammy of support. Uh, If you want to get in contact with us, Send us an email at escapethispod at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at eskthispodcast, or jump on our Facebook page. We always love hearing from fans. Uh, Danny has also been putting up some fun illustrations for each episode on the Facebook page. If you want to join her in drawing your favourite scenes, make sure you send it to us or let us know so we can see it. I really like seeing them. Uh, Okay, so I've also been using this time to recommend some other indie podcasts you might want to check out. And today I'm going to double down on the creepiness and suggest a show called Unplaced. It's an audio drama with its first eight-episode season out now. In it, a girl finds herself unable to interact with the people around her. A premise I was unsure of at first, but it really pays off in a cool way as the show goes on. Its episodes are short and a little dark, but it's well worth the time it takes to binge through the season. Okay, uh, let's get back to the puzzles and demons? Yeah, demons, I guess. So yeah, obviously we can't fit these these big pieces of clothing in there. How big are the glass cases? I don't know, the size of a human head? No, that's much creepier than I want it to be. You could probably shove those pieces of clothing into that size anyway. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh. Size of an iPad mini. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know, with, so, with a bit of depth to it, of course. Cool. The only other place we have clothing is those dolls. The dolls. I wonder if they have matching items. Do the dolls have matching items? Like. Like some of these dolls certainly do look like they match, at least as closely as possible as little dolls can match designer real clothes. Mm. Um, why don't we put those dolls yeah, in Yeah, so the black version perhaps? Oh, actually, yeah, the dolls themselves. Yeah, can we take the dolls? Did you ever happen to be wearing clothes that look like these rip-offs? Yeah, and you have removed the black pieces of clothing yeah, we have. from yeah, them. Yeah, maybe if we'd put them in with the black, the whole thing would have failed. Yeah. The glass case in the middle, when you put all three dolls in, begins to glow. <laughs> And as the glow recedes, you see it's left an image on the glass. It looks sort of like a playing card. Now when you say sort of like a playing card... You can identify it as a playing card. Is it a specific one? Is it the seven Can we recognise clubs? It's... It can be your favourite. My favourite? What is your favourite playing card, My Lucy? Favorite. King of Hearts, because he's stabbing himself in the head. Alright, I was going to say the Four of Diamonds. Ooh, well, I didn't For no reason. It's both. Oh my God. It's the four fact, diamond it's, king. It's now of two hearts. playing cards. So, uh, so this playing cards. Do we have? Do you have any playing cards in this room? Not that I know of. No uh, playing cards. No, they're a bit, they could be in. They're this a bit drawer. too much fun for this room. Oh, um, ow! What about my tarot room? cards? 
No. No tarot cards. There are no tarot cards lying around in plain view. Hmm. In the photos is someone playing cards. Oh, nice pick. You do find one whose leisure activity is denoted by playing cards. It's a photo of an old painting of Ada Lovelace. You know her? Uh, She was a very early computer programmer. She kind Mm. of the... The mother of computing. And the daughter no of Lord Byron. Daughter of Lord Byron. Whoa. Yeah. And she was known to be a keen lover of gambling. Well, she was the daughter of Lord Byron. <laughs> very, very cool person. All right. Will she be our benevolent spirit? <gasps> Maybe. Yeah, she's going to gamble the demon for our souls. Yes. Okay, so we burnt half of our gains. We've made an offering of flesh. We've followed our nose. We now need to summon the good spirit. It said to write her name. Yeah, in in that... To place her first name in a slow ancient chant, which I haven't yet told you, but I'm going to write it down now for you. Oh, this is going to be fun. So in the blank space is where you need to place the first name of your benevolent spirit. So would you like to try and read this out first? Uh, Or should I I do it letter by letter? Uh, Read this out with Ada's name in the middle. Keys and Ada, Lozeum! (laughs) (laughs) Keys and Ada, Yeah, it's all capitals. It's K-double-E... Z-I-N, then the blank space for Ada, and then an L, and a comma, and Zam. A Not com- a comma, and uh, 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 what's, the, what's an up comma? An apostrophe. <laughs> an apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zam, Z-A-H-M. Now remember, it is a slow ancient chant. Keys in a Zam. It's a homophone. Keys in a Dalzam. Dalzam. Okay, okay, I'll go really slowly. Dalzam. <clears throat> Key- Dalzam. Oh, oh my god. Nice. Ah. Keys in a Dalzam. Oh my god, we got to tear apart all these dolls. <laughs> Sorry, dolls. We ripped the dolls' arms off. Oh no. Oh god, I really hope they don't come to life. You they go. With, they, they start their they eyes. They start screaming. Oh my god. Do you, yeah. Do you have a preference for where Maybe you we start? We should blind them just in case is, they come to life and come Which is us. the ugliest doll? <laughs> We'll start Should there. Should we just like shake all the yeah, dolls? Yeah, well, let's like, just shake do, 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 do. the dolls. We don't want to destroy the dolls. Let's let's take a let's take something and just start whacking at their arms until we can hear a ding for a key. Yeah, or like, or they feel differently. I mean, they're, little we can fluffy, feel... they're little fluffy dolls. They'll have a okay. Lot we of fluff. squeeze the arms until we find a key. All yeah. right, I'll I'll give it to you. Me, 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 I wouldn't. Me, me. I would normally say that it's me, too much. There's too much fluff protecting it for you to do that, and you would have to go on a ripping. Spray. But now we know there's a but, key, so we're yeah. we're fine tuned into the slightest bit of inconsistency. Sure. Look, the doll in the secret cupboard's leftmost case feels uh, a little bit different. It's probably the last one of the last you ones I really did. You really hope it's not a functional voodoo doll. You open up its arm. <laughs> Somebody outside goes, Captain oh, Green! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Baby button eyes! <laughs> you open up its arm and you do find a small key inside. Nice! Uh, well, we have a key. Yeah, now let's open the drawer. You unlock the drawer and pull Woo! it open. And a powerful smell hits you. Oh, God. Don't worry. It's nothing like the first drawer. This one's rather nice. That's because this drawer contains several bundles of incense. Nice. Do they happen to be vanilla, lychee, grass, honey, ocean, and mango? (laughs) It's a bit hard to tell with incense sticks, a direct scent coming off them. We might have to light them to find out. But they are bundled up in four little stacks, and they are labelled with letters. Oh, Oh, what are the labels on these letters? Wait, what? What are the labels on these incense stacks? (laughs) You take a look at the first stack and you see that the incense sticks are labeled with... First one is M-V-L-G-M-O. So the second stack also has six sticks. V-L-G-M-O and H. The third stack only has three. V-O and H. And the fourth has six again. L-V-M-G-H and O. Could you just, sorry, repeat that first one? M-V-L-G-M-O. Okay, so it does have two M's and no H. Correct. Yeah, so it is indeed mango, vanilla, lychee, grass, mango again, and ocean. It lacks honey. So the first one's got no honey. The second one has vanilla, lychee, grass, got all of them. mango, one. ocean, honey, but in the wrong order. Mm. Oh, actually, no, that's... Oh, yeah, no. The next one mango has vanilla, ocean, honey. This is We're assuming these letters relate to the candles, but that's yeah. fine. And the other one has lychee, vanilla, mango, grass, honey, and ocean. Mm-hmm. Also got all of them. So there's two of them that have all of the ones we need. And then one that there's only three. 
None of them are in the same order around this hexagon. Is there any reason we couldn't just take one of those six bundle ones and put them in the candles and see what happens? Yeah, I, I don't know if the order is... Maybe the order's not relevant. We yeah. take, say, I don't know, arbitrarily that second bundle, VLG, MOH, split them up, put the appropriate incense in yeah. the appropriate candle and light them, I guess. Be very careful about doing this in the right order. Well, how do we know the order? We know they go around. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we have to move Six the is too much for a pentagram, isn't it? No. Oh, this is for a, a pentagram, yeah. Yeah, a hexagon. That's too much for a pentagram. Yes. Well, okay, well, hold on. There's only two that we could line up. What, what shapes happen if we draw them out? Oh. Right, if we do the ordering of that. So, oh, that's right. Of so course. based on, we've got vanilla, so going again in a hexagon from the top left and around to the right. Hold on, they're letters. I reckon they're going to be letters. Like um, vanilla ocean oh. honey is going to be the letter L. Oh, you're right. Vanilla ocean honey goes from the top left to the bottom left to the bottom right. Yeah. So each of these things are going to They could be very well be letters. A letter. Okay, so you think the third one, vanilla ocean honey, is an L. Or yeah, and like I'll, L. I'll do, do you want to do the first two and I'll do the last no, one? No, let's do more together. <laughs> Um, so, okay, the first one is M, starting on the left. Mm-hmm. Then it goes uh, vanilla. upright to vanilla. Then it goes across to lychee. Mm. Then across to grass. So it'll be shapes. Or maybe, oh, it's the, it's the number two. Back to mango. It's the number two. And then down to ocean. Wait, no. No, it's like, an, it's like, a, like a P, right? Oh, yes. Because it's kind of the top, <laughs> it's the top half of this hexagon all circled. And mm. then one line going sort of diagonally inwards down to ocean, but it kind of looks like a P. Yeah. So that first line is a P, I'm, I'm thinking. Ooh, no, you're right. The next one um, is vanilla, so top left, across to lychee, down and right to grass, all the way left to mango, then down right to ocean, and then honey. Looks like a Z. Yeah. Sort of like a weird Z. Could be a two. Oh, hold on a second. I think this is going to match. We've got P and L. And there at was, the end of last episode... There was another code in the last one, wasn't Last there? episode yeah. I found P3L9. Yeah, this, this looks is like going to be P2L... And then what's this last one going to be? Let's find out. So, so lychee. Starts in the top right. To vanilla. To, yep. To mango. Yep. To grass. To grass. To honey. Honey, ocean. To that's ocean. a five. So it's a five or an S. Well, nice. we need a number because the last one was P3L9. Oh, right. yep. No, that's a good point. So it's P2L5. <laughs> The plot thickens. As soon as you say this aloud, all of the flames and the candles light up and go out again. Oh my gosh. You hear a noise coming from the bed. You whirl around to look. Is it the wolf? There's nothing there. <laughs> except mm-hmm. there is now something scrawled on the wall. <laughs> okay. It yeah. says, Lobble. Lobble. Small L, little O, little B, little L. By the looks of it. Lobble. Lobble. Okay, Lobble. Now... How do we know that's not a one or an well, I? Well, look at this. Look at this, everybody. I've written L-O-B-L. I'm going to flip that, baby. Oh, uh, 1901. Boom. It says 1901. Damn, son. Could that be... In Why would you flip the... it? Oh, maybe it's just Lobble. What if we write Lobble maybe, on the, on well, with chalk on the door? Yeah, okay. I write Lobble in chalk I've on the door. I've chalk. Nothing happens. I write uh, 1901. Uh, what haven't we already used in this room? Lobble, lobble. Oh, the lobble. We didn't touch the lobble earlier. Oh, no. We need to touch the lobble. <laughs> lobble. May, is it worth putting it into the uh, Ouija board? Well. Communicating uh, to them. <laughs> the Ouija board has a thing where it's got like a circle hmm. for the, where the letter appears, doesn't it? And then, but it also like could point upwards to another letter. Oh, there's too I much guess. knowledge of planchettes. No, that doesn't really work. Lobble. This is it. This is the final puzzle. I, I don't know if it's true, but it feels like it, right? I, I like the um, upside down bit where it's 1901. <gasps> Are we looking for a certain year? No. Do you know what we need to do? No. What have we just learned? Reflection. Let's re- we need to reflect it. Oh my God. And I put Lobble up in the mirror and I write let's see L-D-O-L on the door, Little? which is like a reflection mirror-wise of Lobble. In. Lodol. <laughs> Lodol. Oh, it is. Well, it's an anagram. In fact, you weren't on a poor track when you suggested maybe it could be a one instead of an L. Not a one, but there is something else that one or more of those L's could look like. I, idol, I D O L. Ooh, idol, idol. It's it's backwards. It's idol. idol. It's backwards. Idol. 
I write Sounds idol. Sounds like a great show name. You write, you write backwards, <laughs> backwards idol. idol. Australian backwards idol. No. Isn't that just the voice? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We write, we write, we write idol. You write the word idol on the door, yeah. and of its own accord, the door swings open. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Sweating, agitated. Not, not trapped in this room with this. Smelling guy like disgusting food, you burst out of the room. The main body of the shop appears untouched. Nobody's set foot inside, despite all Thankfully. the despite all the windows shopping milling about the other area. They could have the just like stolen everything in the shop, right? Mm. So, despite the masses of window shoppers milling about the whole shopping arcade outside, you approach a couple of people and ask if they noticed anyone strange around, but they all shake their heads. Children of Mysaris have evaded you again, it seems. You'd think someone would have noticed them running around town, interrogating people, and then locking them up. Once Bill has explained a few things to you, Jamie, you insist that he shows you this mystical barrier around the town. Yeah, okay. I mean, Bill, you should really get her home safely, but eh, she's already involved. Wouldn't be fair to keep her in the dark. Yeah. The two of you head back past the mayor's office to the sign out of town, and sure enough, that cold shakiness returns to you. Jamie, this is a totally new experience for you, and it's rather shocking. You take a leap backwards. As soon as you do, the strange feeling vanishes. Then... Bill, you see a funny expression come over her face. But before you can ask what's wrong, you hear a voice from behind you. Excuse me, could you not stand in the middle of the footpath? The two of you turn and see a man dressed in jogging clothes, bouncing impatiently from one foot to the other. Bill, you raise your eyebrows. Do you want to go down this road? (laughs) You want to go down this road? Obviously. You shrug. Be my guest. You step aside and watch as he gets back to a running pace. Your breath is bated as he approaches the invisible barrier, two meters away, one meter. And then, of course, he stops. He seems confused, tries and fails again to move forward, and then he turns and storms back over to you, scowling as if it's your fault. But with every step he takes towards you and away from the barrier, his anger and befuddlement seems to lessen. His face is less contorted, his pace less furious. He stands before you, breathing, eyes contemplative. And then he shrugs. Oh, well, I'll try again later. And he jogs off back towards town. That wasn't really what you expected. Definitely a child of the occult. Bill, you turn to Jamie to comment. Jamie, you don't really respond. Because you have no idea what Bill is so worked up about. So there's an invisible wall. You didn't need to leave town anyway. You're sure there's a good reason for it. So you wave goodbye to Bill and head back to the spiritualism shop. Bye-bye. You really shouldn't have left work in the middle of a shift. Nope. <laughs> Bill, you just watch her leave. You don't need a narrator to tell you that something is wrong here. Something is messing with people's thoughts. People's, but not yours. 